the horrors of death, and the celebration of life. It's all right here in the exotic land of Nepal. Jim, uh, this is pretty solemn, what we just witnessed. There we saw cremations of, what, uh, five, six, seven individuals? Yeah, and there was a couple above the bridge, too, so uh, more than that. You know, I'm not used to seeing that. Bodies laid out there, being burned, family members looking on in total grief and totally distraught about what the future holds for these people. That, that one fellow that, uh, you know, I don't know who the family member was, but you saw they immersed the body there in the river, and, and, and then he just breaks down, and it's, it's huh, I couldn't really believe it. Yes, so sad. He was, uh, he seems so hopeless. I know that Hinduism has a belief that after a person dies, they're reincarnated into another level, and they hope that it's a higher level. But you know, they don't know for sure. It could be a cow that we saw on the road. That's the, that's the sad thing, were the monkeys that we saw at the temple there too. It, they could come back as a fly. It, it, what that's kind of right. hope is that? It's just, it's, they certainly didn't look like they had much hope on their faces, did they? Know. This long stretch along the Bagmati River is devoted to cremations. Even at death, there is a caste system. A bridge divides the royal site upriver from the commoner cremation sites downriver. The Bagmati feeds into the Ganges, which spills out into the Indian Ocean, the ultimate point of disillusion and regeneration for the kings and commoners alike. It is difficult to understand, but in Hinduism there are five great elements of antiquity, or ingredients of the material component of the universe. They include the soul, which they believe to exist separate from the body, air, fire, water and earth. The Hindu cremation ceremony is intended to dissolve the material bond between the soul and the physical body so that the soul can have a smooth transition to the astral world upon the death of the physical body. The soul develops an attachment with the physical body during its life on earth and its transition to the astral world upon the death of the physical body becomes a painful affair. Through the power of the Vedic mantras, the cremation ceremony lessens the pain the soul suffers when separated from the physical body. The cremation ceremony also provides psychological healing to the mourners of the departed soul. It is very important for Hindus that the cremation process takes place soon after death. The time varies from within six hours of death to a maximum of about 24 hours. Pashupatanath is an ancient temple complex in Kathmandu whose principal deities are Shiva and Kali. The long stretch along the Bagmati River is devoted to cremations. A bridge divides the royal site upriver from the commoner cremation sites downriver. Just below the bridge there are several bodies being prepared for cremation. 
This process is carried out by the family of the deceased and is meant to help them assure a place in the afterlife for their loved ones. They lift the body into the river and then lay them on the wooden pyre where the wood has been carefully placed and paid for by the grieving family members. Then the body is sprinkled with purifying water. It's the job of the eldest son to light the fire that will release the soul into the afterlife. It's, it's, a, it, it's such a sad situation you want to say, you want to run up to them and say, there is hope, you know, yes, there is hope. Yes, yes. Just, but you know, there is, there is hope, you know, yeah, just as yeah. you've said. And uh, I, I'm so happy that uh, we're going to be able to meet some people here just in oh. a little while that have that hope. Oh yeah, we've got what, uh, I don't know exactly, we never know kind of until we get to a site, but what are we, four or five people today, maybe more, yes. to be baptized? A baptism is hope, isn't it? Ben, you know, in the catacombs of Rome, you can go down in those caverns and you see the tombs. And before Jesus came and was resurrected, you see things like, goodbye, sweetheart, I'll never see you again. So long, my love, as you travel in eternal darkness. But then, after the resurrection, you see things, my love, I'll see you in the resurrection morning. I'll, I'll see you when Jesus comes. I mean, there's just such a powerful difference yes. from the darkness that we witnessed in the cremations and with Jesus Christ. Yes, <laughs> the Christians sorrowed, but as the scripture says, not as though they have no hope. So there is a sadness when a person dies, but there is hope and there is joy and there is a future. And uh, I see that so often as a pastor when I've conducted funeral services. People who have that strong faith in their lives, they may be sad, they may cry, but there isn't a sense of despair. Oh yeah, that's what's so good today with the celebration we're going to. Yes. We're going to have the angels in heaven rejoicing with us. So uh, It'll certainly be a happier moment, won't it? <laughs> it sure will. Matter of fact, uh, hopefully our, our ride will be here in a minute. And yes. uh, understand we're going way out somewhere in a, in a location. So that's going to be kind of fun too. Another adventure, Another right? adventure, yeah. <laughs> Let, let's go for another adventure. Very good. Ben, it's been, it's been yes. I'm sure glad you joined us in this area and you're going to spend some more time with us too because this is, this is yeah. incredible meeting AWR. I just love listeners. all these stories. It's yeah. great. As you can see, AWR is frontline mission radio. Our first priority is to travel where missionaries cannot go. We broadcast thousands of hours each day in 70 major languages of the world. AWR has the capability and capacity of blanketing almost 80% of the world's population. Not only do we broadcast via shortwave radio, but our signal is on over 1,000 FM and AM stations around the world as well. Our podcast subscribers, internet users, satellite downlinks are growing rapidly evidenced by the 100,000-plus emails, letters, and phone calls we receive each and every year. Yes, AWR is your mission radio. No walls and no borders. For AWR, that means change lives and change hearts around the world because God is using the airwaves of AWR to reach people everywhere. Through the radio waves of AWR, God is reaching people around the world. We'd like to offer you an edition of Making Waves. It's four of our episodes brought to you from around the world. 
God speaking to hearts, the hearts of the listeners of AWR, exciting stories. We hope that you'll share those with friends and neighbors, acquaintances, anyone you come in contact with. Join us to make waves. It's completely free. Right now, the information's on your screen. For your free, no obligation DVD, write to Adventist World Radio, 12501 Old Columbia Pike, Silver Spring, Maryland, 20904, or call 1 866 503-3531 or log on to www.awr.org slash mwdvd Be sure to request offer number 10 That number again is 1-866-503-3531 We're out here in a remote location the very secret spot for baptisms They wanted it secret because it's a very heavy duty Hindu area we're going up around the corner to find a location deep enough to baptize these people. Hopefully, we'll be able to meet up with them in just a minute. After an exhilarating trek up this pristine stream bed flowing from the Himalayas, we arrived at our destination, an area that had a beautiful pool just large enough to submerse a person in the waters of baptism. Each of us located our perfect rock from which to listen to and view the celebration of a life renewed in Christ. Once seated, Pastor Basnet, our radio program producer in the Nepali language, began to share words of encouragement and instruction to these new children of the king. The pastor wasn't wearing clothes of camel's hair, and we weren't sitting on the banks of the Jordan River. But one couldn't help but think back to the time of John the Baptist and the solemnity that must have pervaded those baptismal occasions as he called people to seek the God of heaven. Ben, I understand this whole incredible story of making waves begin with that young man sitting next to you. Yes, uh, this is Rajan Baznet, and I understand that the name Baznet comes from the warrior tribe here in Nepal, and so that's his background. Rajan, th thank you for joining us. Uh, I understand, Rajan, that you live a long ways away. Tell me about that. From my village, it's a four-day walk up and down many high mountain passes. Well, uh, tell me, Rajan, uh, are you having to live in, in high mountainous areas? What altitude is your home? My village is high in the mountains at an elevation of about 6,000 feet. I understand into your story that you learned about the Seventh-day Adventist Church so several years ago. About nine years ago, I read some literature that I had found, and that is when I became a Christian, a Seventh-day Adventist. But it was difficult to be a Christian in my village. So, Rajan, uh, were you baptized uh, those nine years ago when you first became an Adventist? When I found the literature, I was able to contact some Seventh-day Adventists, and I was baptized. I was very happy to be a Seventh-day Adventist and I was really convinced in the principles of the church. Rajan, uh, when you first became an Adventist, uh, in your village where you live, were there other Adventists that you could uh, associate with and, and enjoy their company? When I was baptized, there were no Christians or Seventh-day Adventists in my village, so it was very difficult being a Christian. So what happened to you? Were you able to keep your Adventist faith strong or did you get discouraged? I was alone and had a lot of temptations. 
I was isolated from my family and from my village, but still, my faith was strong. At what point, actually, did you start listening to Adventist radio? Because I know you said you did. When I became a Christian, there were a lot of problems and it was difficult to remain faithful. I failed many times and was discouraged, but I still believed. I went to Kathmandu one time and while there I heard about the programs on AWR from other church members. When I went back to my village, I got a radio, but I did not know what frequency or what time the program was broadcast. How did you find the AWR station in order to listen to it? I was finished with my work one day and decided to listen to the radio. I was trying to find the BBC Nepali News program, but then I found a Christian program speaking about Christianity. They were talking about health problems and then told Bible stories. At first, I did not know that it was the AWR program. I was very excited to have a Christian companion in my village through the radio program. They gave the address of who was speaking, and that is how I came to meet Nasib and Rama Basnet. You know, Jim, uh, this isn't the first story I've heard like this. Here That's in right. Nepal, we've had a number of people who have been tuning their shortwave radio dial to listen to the BBC Nepali news, and our program was on the adjacent frequency, and they heard AWR and were so attracted to it that they began listening every day. Another accidental Christian. <laughs> well, that's what people say. They say, by chance I found it, but I'm convinced that the Holy Spirit Absolutely. is in the business of dial tuning. Rajan, how did this affect you when you discovered the AWR program? After I was baptized, I found a new life and everything was good. But when I listened to the radio, I was encouraged and was a new and happier person. I really felt like a member of the Heavenly Family. It's incredible. Yeah. Now, Ben, who's this young lady sitting next to him? Well, this is uh, uh, Mrs. Besnet, his wife. Uh, tell us a little bit about, was she an Adventist when you met her? Before we were married, she knew I was a Christian, but she was not a Christian. Well, tell me a little bit about your experience. Slowly, my husband began teaching me about God and about Christianity. I became very interested in what he was teaching me. And you know, we're very happy because just recently we were able to witness your baptism. That's a wonderful thing. Thank you. I'm very happy. Thank you. You, you, feel, uh, you feel very good about having been baptized? Yes, I feel very good. Ben, I'd like to ask, what does AWR Radio mean to you now in your Christian experience in the village? The AWR programs are very good, and they give us a hope in Christ. Our faith is stronger because of AWR. I wanted to ask this couple one more question, and that's, has AWR helped in your marriage as you listen to the programs? I was a lonely Christian before we started listening, and now we listen together and are very close. Because of the AWR programs, she has found God also, and now she too has been baptized. Tell us about your story. How did you end up here? Rajan and I were good friends, and I had some interest in Christianity, but not that much. Then my wife got very sick and continued to get worse. 
My friend Rajin came and started to pray for her, and over about six months' time, my wife got better and stronger, and her health greatly improved, and I began to trust God. So I too believe. So your friends got you interested in Jesus. Rajin is the one that guided me to read and believe. Now did he share AWR with you too, to listen to AWR? Yes, he told me about the AWR program and then gave me a cassette to listen to. And that way I got more interested and accepted this faith. So the AWR cassettes that are produced in our studio, he shared those cassettes with you. Yes, AWR produced the cassette. Rajin then gave it to me and I became more interested in Christianity. We have this beautiful young lady in between us. Please tell us your name and, and how did you come to be sitting here with us? I live nearby Rajin in the same village. He was a friend who used to visit us and talk about Christianity. We would go to his home and listen and then our friendship increased. My interest in Christianity grew and then I wanted to be baptized. My father also believes in Christianity. Now I understand that the many days it took you to get here, but there were so many people in other areas that wanted to come, but it was so far and so hard, they couldn't. But there's many more people that are ready for baptism in your village. Is that true? That is very true. There are many who believe and want to accept Christianity, but due to the weather, they could not come with us. They are interested and want to become Christians. So let me ask, did this, all, all these other people, did that stem from what Rajan had started to do and the radio work? I believe and practice in my home. Slowly, people took an interest and they wanted to know about this Christianity. What is this religion that you are practicing? Why are you so happy all the time? I have a small room in my home and slowly people started to come and worship with us and our membership is increasing. Do they come and listen to the radio with you? This is difficult to understand, but people really like to listen to AWR. They walk two hours to come and listen to the radio with us, and they want to listen all the time. They walk for two hours. Isn't that amazing? People go on the, and these are hilly paths, right? And they walk two hours to come and listen to the program. Incredible. Most of us won't even go across the block to church. Tell me, how many people are ready in your village for baptism? There are 11 people ready for baptism right now. And how many more people are coming? Are, are there any more or that's it? Some are ready to be baptized now. And they wanted to be here. There are 40 members that are listening and want to become Christians. Wow, 40 members yes. there. And uh, you now have a little church group then, is that right? I have a small room at home. And there, I usually play the flute and the drums. We will sing songs and read the Bible. And we talk about the things we have learned from the AWR programs. We worship together every Sabbath. I see. And you, you don't have another pastor for your church. You are the leader, is that correct? At present, I am alone. But when I am confused about something, I will write and ask Nasib and Rama to guide me. And you also get their counsel by listening to their programs on the radio.
Listening to the radio every day helps me with many things. That way, I can learn more and visit with the people in the village and teach them what I have learned. So you use what you hear on the radio to help teach the people then? Yes, I listen to the AWR programs and then I go to the school and village and tell them about Christianity and I will talk with the students. Then I will visit relatives and wherever I go, I will tell them about the programs and what I am listening to and share with them all the things that I have learned. AWR is frontline mission radio. Our first priority is to travel where missionaries cannot go. We broadcast thousands of hours each day in 70 major languages of the world. AWR has the capability and capacity of blanketing almost 80% of the world's population. Hindus, Buddhists, Muslims, animists, or no belief at all. God is using the radio waves of AWR to successfully call and prepare a people for His soon return. But the work is not finished. Your help is needed. There are still so many who must hear this precious message of hope. Please partner with us today so others can hear and rejoice in the hope of Jesus Christ, the hope that you and I have already found. Your gift of love will mean so much to so many. If you would like to financially partner with us or would like additional information, our toll-free number is 866-503-503. 3531. One of the favorite things people like about AWR is its stories. We have stories from all over the world. Some of them involve danger, many of them involve miracles of God, but certainly all of them involve the miracle of changed lives. I've written a little book of some of the favorite stories in the face of death, another radios given by angels, coming to Christ in a Muslim country, these and many other stories. It's simple. Just log on to www.awr.org slash storybook and you can download your free PDF version of stories from places where missionaries cannot go. Do it now so you and your family can immediately enjoy these incredible testimonies of changed lives from around the world. So don't wait. Log on now to www.awr.org slash storybook. I've got another question, Dan, if I might just jump in a second. I've thought of this one. I've just got to hear their answer. What would you do if you had no radio and you didn't have the AWR programs? How would any of you feel? Heaven is now in front of me. I have a lot of joy to have fellowship with Nasib and Rama. If there were no AWR programs, I would be in darkness on a hill. My life would be ruined. I cannot even think about what it would be like without this radio program. And I could tell your reaction was about the same. Do you feel the same way? Yes, it really helps me when times are difficult. God helps me and I trust Him as my helper. It gives me great pleasure to meet you folks and to witness your baptism today. You are becoming part of a worldwide church organization. As you now are confessing today, we believe we have a message to share with the world. And we're happy that you folks are not only receiving the message of Jesus Christ, but plan to share it with others as well. God bless you. We will be praying for you. Let us pray. O loving Father, creator of heaven and earth, we praise your name for an occasion that we are witnessing this day. We thank you that you sent Jesus Christ to this earth 
to provide a way of salvation. And we uplift these individuals who have made a decision to follow Jesus in their lives. They have made a decision of their own free will, and we now want to support them in that decision. Give them uh, special spiritual gifts that they can use in your name. As we hear these waves of the stream in the background, Lord, we know that you want the waves to continue flowing down through our lives to other people. We pray these things now in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Matthew 3, verses 1 and 2 records that, In those days came John the Baptist, preaching in the wilderness of Judea, and saying, Repent ye, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And again in Matthew 3, verse 11, John said, speaking of Jesus, But he that cometh after me is mightier than I, whose shoes I am not worthy to bear. He shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. We couldn't see them, but I believe many of heaven's angels had come to join us, rejoicing over these people who once could not see past the pale of death, but now had died to self and were experiencing new life in Christ. In the midst of a country that has such sadness and despair, the words of John 5.24 ring out with hope. Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that heareth my word and believeth on him that sent me hath everlasting life and shall not come into condemnation, but is passed from death unto life. What hope, what peace and wonderful joy flows from heaven to earth through our Lord and Savior. This is what it's all about. If AWR just put out radio waves and that was it, it would be fruitless, but there's a lot of fruit and there always is, isn't there, Ben? There just certainly is. Isn't this a nice looking group of people, brand new members added to the church? This Our is, sisters and brothers. That's right. <laughs> this is what the angels rejoice in heaven about. It's that's our right. new family joining us. <laughs> that's right. They have a wonderful hope now. A little while ago, we were able to watch some of the cremations that were taking place of people who had passed away. And as we stood there and watched, we saw the family members of those individuals who were so distraught and sorrowful over what had taken place. In contrast to that, we've now just experienced a baptism, a baptism that this gives hope for life. As it says in the book of Romans chapter six, when we are baptized, we are buried with Jesus Christ in the watery grave of baptism. That is a death. But then it doesn't stop there. We are raised into the newness of life as a resurrection in Jesus Christ. That's the good news. That's what AWR is here to do. That's why we want to make waves in people's lives and in countries around the world. I invite you to participate with us in this ministry. We invite you to give us a call at our toll-free number. It's at the bottom of your screen. It's 1-866-503-3531. You'd like to write us. You can do that at 12501 Old Columbia Pike, Silver Spring, Maryland, 20904. If you've got a computer, you can log on to www.awr.org. Thank you for watching, and please join us again for another exciting gospel adventure because around the world, AWR is making waves.